Why Watch That is a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. This episode of Why Watch That is supported by Entrepreneur Meal Plan. It helps leaders and professionals feed their bodies and business as well. Do you know, Critic, I got Mm. a chance to attend a wonderful event by EMP here Uh in Los Angeles. And it was so amazing because Brandy Cochran was able to gather people from all sorts of walks of life. We were able to gather together, have real talk and some real good food too. Mm -hmm. It was a hit. It's food for the soul and the body, which is so hard to find. So if you want to learn more about Entrepreneur Meal Plan, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, go to entrepreneurmealplan.com. The Why Watch That Talk. My goodness, listeners, how we miss you. Oh, it is, we're going on week, uh, uh, you know, eight or 10 or 55. I'm not sure at this point of us, uh, most of us, I'll say most of us, because as of taping, there have been a couple of places in the United States, we're talking about the U.S. here, that have uh, have a different reality. Then say what the critic and I have right now. Again, as you know, the critic and I are on each coast uh, representing the hot spots of this uh, pandemic in our nation. Um, but uh, we, it's, it's been going strong. We've recorded multiple times this way. In fact, this is the only way we record, but we yeah. always like to catch up with one another to see what's new where you are. Um, but hopefully everybody's safe and healthy who's listening to this. And if you're going a little stir crazy, we've got some things to talk about. Namely, Tribeca Film Festival is happening right now. I know some of you are a little bit confused because how is that? Are people gathering? Isn't that usually in New York? Questions on and on. Yes, it is happening, and yes, it usually is in New York, but it is not physically happening with people gathering. Instead, they decided this year for 2020 to do something different. Matter of fact, it's one of the only film festivals this year so far who's decided to carry on the best as they could amidst this global pandemic. And the critic and I are accredited, and we're able to... Uh, watch some of the offerings that Tribeca has. And we're going to talk about that, but it does go to say that we should have a candid conversation about um, why and how we are watching these, well, you are, watching these um, different offerings they have. And the first thing is this. The critic isn't like thumbing through all of the original programming. I'm not looking at all of the original programming, meaning some things that are destined to be feature focused or even possibly, you know, uh, some kind of an indie hit. 
they are not quite offering those particular um, films. But they are offering some things, and you got a chance to see something that I'm actually interested in. And it is a documentary about something that I love. <laughs> two things, actually. One, France. Oh. And two, food. So when you have France and food <laughs> and you put them together in a documentary, most likely I am going to watch it. What did you catch? Um, what, were, what, 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 uh, what did you sneak into your uh, watching schedule as far as the Tribeca Film Festival goes? Yeah, so I, I just watched a, a documentary. It's called Odalengi and the Cakes of Versailles. Ooh. Now, you might be going, what? <laughs> now, uh, Yotam Odalengi is a famous uh, pastry chef. Um, and he was uh, commissioned by the Met here in New York City to recreate the cakes of Versailles. So if you don't know what that means, Marie Antoinette. That's what we're talking about. Let them eat cake. Yes, which she didn't say, but there we go. Do we know that for sure though? <laughs> we do, we do know that, we know that. So, and they even talk about that in the documentary. Um, because the thing about Versailles is because of how the king set things up and how court was set up, it was very open. Like if, if ref, if you had the means to go in the 17th century, whatever this was, go there to Versailles, you could just walk in to the palace and see them eat it. You know, there was So, so she open. said, let us eat cake. <laughs> I don't well, know why it's an English accent though. <laughs> yeah, now they, they say she didn't say that at all. Now, some people say that uh, it's a mistranslation as well because it could be cake or it could be like a biscuit that everybody eats. So, but anyway, so, so the point is they have very good records of Versailles at this time because it was so open. They didn't really do anything in private. So we know exactly what was happening. And this is what helped Odalenghi to research exactly what kind of cuisine they would have had. But then as he started researching, he figured this out. He said, this isn't something I should be doing alone. I should bring in a whole bunch of different pastry chefs from different backgrounds who are gonna do different interpretations of this food. So what we get is a lesson not only on Versailles, because he does talk to our experts of Versailles, not just food, but the culture itself. We get not only a glimpse of how the Met works, but also a glimpse at all of these different pastry chefs and how they are gonna interpret this. Uh, one may be doing chocolate work, one may be doing jello work. So you have all of this stuff that comes together to give you a glimpse of how it would have been at the time of Marie Antoinette and others. Uh, now, as a review, quickly, I'll say this. I love anything about food and art. Like, I'm there, I'll watch it, cool. Uh, so this had my name on it anyway, and I did enjoy it. The question that I came away with is this. Because of the opulence of Versailles, how does that translate to the opulence right now with the Met and so on? And they kind of get into it where Odalingi says more than once, Look, at the time of Versailles that we're talking about, this was done for the king. Now these chefs are doing it for themselves. But the thing that was lurking behind all of that is, even still, this is privileged 
work. You have to have money. You, this is about status. It's still the case now. It's just what lens are you using? So that I wanted a little more of from them. I thought that would have been interesting. But the whole point is this, and then I'll move into some other things because, hey, who can actually watch the stuff and when? The whole point is this. The time it takes to do this stuff, that's what makes its value. It's all of the attention to detail and the hours of work that go into, essentially what these chefs had was two days at the Met to set this up, set this up and get it going. But all of the work that went behind that, that's what leads to its value. But especially now in this time, how is that gonna be seen by people who could actually see it? So the question is, when will this be uh, released? And we'll have to find that out. But I will tell everyone, that uh, Tribeca not only is letting things uh, or, or giving access to critics and other people in the industry to watch certain things on their own, but they're also sharing things with uh, all of our listeners and, and viewers across the globe. So they do have uh, this We Are One event that'll be on YouTube for free. And this is where they're pulling together a lot of different film festivals and they're curating certain things to show. Now, will it be new work? Probably not but you can check that out for free on YouTube. Also, uh, you can donate if you want to to the World Health Organization via that. In addition, if you uh, go through Tribeca's Facebook page, they are doing certain things there as well. Uh, in particular, they're doing Tribeca Talks at home. Because normally, Ref, we know they have Tribeca Talks at the festival. Right. Now they're doing it at home. Like what kind of talks? With, the, with, with some of the actors or with some of the filmmakers? What can we expect? Yeah, all of that. That's exactly right. So, I mean, this, I think, because, again, it's free. And what you can do is actually go to Tribeca's uh, website, TribecaFilm.com, mm -hmm. and check out the talks because it is at specific times and you can watch it. So they have, like you can see Lily Collins and Simon Pegg doing uh, a, a talk about a new thriller they're in. Uh, there is uh, Normal People, which we'll review separately. They're having a talk, which is on Hulu. Bad Education, which you reviewed, Raph, they're having a talk. And that's on HBO right now. Uh, Le there's a LeBron's uh, School, their documentary, they're doing a talk. Mm -hmm. uh, and also The Great, which is coming up on Hulu, will have a talk on the day it premieres. So wow. you have a whole bunch of different people. There's Al Fanning, there's Nicholas Hult, uh, and so on and so forth. So that, that to me is probably going to be the most interesting thing they're offering to people. Uh, so I would say definitely check that out if you're interested. Wait, can we go back to the cakes? Because, you know, it's cake. <laughs> Why are they doing it for the Met? It, we, we weren't clear on that. I wasn't clear on it. Mm -hmm. It's just that the Met commissioned it just like any other uh, artwork. Uh, mm -hmm. The difference is, it, I think it was some sort of anniversary, but oh, they're, okay. they're bringing it back because in what Ola Linky says early in that documentary is, look, you go to the Met, you can see it, right? You can't even feel it. You're not supposed to touch anything. You can just see it, but the rest of your senses aren't involved. So in this oh. case, they're bringing the sense of taste and smell that will help you to understand uh, in a, on a more visceral level exactly Can you what's eat happening. It? The people there could. Oh, dang it, COVID. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, I mean, this already happened. Oh, yeah, it's a documentary. Yeah, yeah that happened exactly. a while back. Got yeah. it. Well, thank you so much for your coverage of Tribeca Film Festival. 
We'll continue to dive into that world. I'm really excited about the talks that they're offering this season. Um, those tickets are pretty tough to get when you're actually at the festival and standing in line is a pain, but guess what? If you don't have to do that, you can do as the wonderful critic said, check out their Facebook page and their website if you too want to join in the festival at Tribeca. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea, and we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.